Hey, you got him with this one, dog. It's so soulful. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot that the heat from the street almost melts your flip flops or burn through your new shoes and leave you. With holes in your socks Us city slickers, there was no water in spots So we'd head to the corner, Mr. Warner would knock off the What top is up? Welcome, welcome, welcome All my do-datters, future fathers, potential parents And everyone else tuning in This is Dad Hard with a podcast And as always, I am your host, Mo Green And I am just a dad who talks to other dads and parents talking about this episode specifically, but I'm just a dad that talks to other dads and parents trying to learn and help us all to become better dads, better parents and all that good stuff. Last week's episode, I had my boy friend for a long time who I haven't spoke to in eight something years one of the most incredible conversations that I've ever had on this podcast, one of the best conversations I've had with a friend in a very long time. And that's why I really love to do this. My conversation yesterday with one of my best friends, or last week, sorry, with one of my best friends who is a combat medic in the U.S. military, risked his life for years on end and continues to do so in this COVID filled world as he runs a COVID clinic in Texas for soldiers, talking to him, learning about him and his life in a different way through the eyes of parenting was just a phenomenal experience. And that's why I love doing this because you learn so much about people when you're a parent. It's a whole different outlook, a whole different way that you get to understand people, whether it's somebody you never met, whether it's one of your best friends that you've known since you were born. You just get to know people in a different way. And that exactly right there is why I always say that this is a fatherhood, brotherhood. It's a parenthood, brother, sisterhood. We all get each other and understand each other as parents And as people, well, understand each other as people better because we're parents. And it's a phenomenal thing. So if you haven't checked that episode out, definitely do it because it is awesome. One of the best, one of my favorites that I've done in the now 60 episodes of Dad Hard with a Podcast. Now on to this week. This week's guest is doing something so unique, so special, And so helpful for dads, parents, and families that I had to get her on this show. And I was so excited when she reached out and wanted to do it. And this is a phenomenal conversation. So stay tuned for that after the musical break. But first, we're going into development time. Uh, This is the development section. I know I have been in and out on this uh, waiting to do really a wrap-up of, of 18 months. Expect that coming beginning of next week. Um, but this week, it's week 78. I have been a dad for a full year and a half. And right now, and I say this all the time, I feel like, but right now has been the best time to watch my daughter because she is learning and understanding just how to have fun, how to just live her best life. And I think at this age, once kids start to be able to walk, start to be able to talk, you know, especially when they can start putting words together into semi-sentences or at least babble a lot. So in their mind, they're putting sentences together and actively communicating with you. It is so fun and funny to watch. And they just learn so much so fast. And you really see them turn into these little people once you get here to this age. 
Um, it's all about copying what mom and dad do is a big thing right now. If we, it's like my wife specifically say, you know, oh, let's twirl, twirl and turn around and my wife twirls, my daughter will do the same thing. She wants to really emulate mom and dad. If we're in the kitchen cooking, she wants to be in the kitchen cooking with us. So with that said, I definitely recommend if that's the case to get like a step stool that holds them in or a step ladder or, or a stool of some kind that holds them in. We just got one so they can be there with you. You know, we give my daughter one of her play bowls and a little whisk and she acts like she's doing what we're doing. It's phenomenal. Watching them want to be like you as a parent and copy you and do whatever you do. Say what you say is so awesome. But it also comes with a lot of responsibility because you now have to really start watching. At this age, once they start mimicking and can talk and then understand language and words, you have to really start watching what you say. Now, I curse a lot in, in general, and it's a bad trait of mine. My wife tells me about it all the time. She's like, you got to stop cursing, got to stop cursing. You know, I say like, oh shit, all the time. My daughter started picking up on that a couple weeks ago. And I'll say it and she'll say it and repeat it back. And I'm like, oh God, I really need to stop. But the monkey see monkey do is really big at this age right now. This 18 month, 18, 19, 20, even at like 16 months, etc. It's really big. It's what they want to do. They want to be like mom and dad. They, you know, you are their heroes, their stars, their idols, their end all be all right now. And they want to be like you. They learn from everything you do. And it's crazy to now have that responsibility as a parent. You know, you've always had this responsibility to like keep them alive and keep them happy and fed and all that stuff. Now you have the responsibility of being responsible for them copying what you do. So you got to really take that into consideration. Something I'm learning right now. Repetition is another thing that is great, but also driving me up the freaking wall. They just want to, once they like something, it's the only thing they want. Only thing they want to hear when they like a song. Right now it's Baby Shark. She just wants to listen to it constantly. It's funny at the start, but then it, it gets really old really fast. Uh, but it's still fun to see. And you find yourself starting to love Baby Shark and love watching Moana 75 times and love having your entire house filled with shark toys because they're really into sea life and sharks and all that stuff. Um, but it's really cute to see them start to connect to things, like things, have interests. It's amazing. And this is the age where that happens. And it, it's just, it's been phenomenal. This week specifically, she's really taken it to another level of just living her best life. And this is really the point where they do that because they start understanding things. They start learning things, having memories. They remember where things are, who people are, even if they haven't seen them in a long time. You know, my mom came to babysit a couple weeks ago and she probably hadn't seen her since like Christmas. My daughter saw her, remember her, ran right to her, was so happy to see her. It was a phenomenal thing. They remember these things. They remember people. And to listen to them do this babbling and ask them about their day, right? I picked my daughter up from daycare. I said, how's your day? And she tells me this whole story. I don't understand a lick of it, not a word, but she's telling me everything that she did and she's so happy about it. She's so excited every day, every day when she wakes up, she wakes up with a smile and it's it's an incredible time. They're really starting to understand how to love life and how to live it. And it's a beautiful thing to watch because it's so pure. 
it's so innocent and it's just unlike any other experience you'll ever have, you know, and really brings out the beauty of being a parent and watching someone that is a part of you grow into that part of you, right? Use that part of you, use that part of your partner and grow into that person. And that's what really comes to light in this this 78th week, 76, 75, 77, those weeks, that's what really comes to light. You know, they love little things like bath time all over again. You know what I mean? Like, you know, my daughter always loved bath time. Bath time's always like a little fun thing. But now she wants to do activities and and you know, we have these these crayons, these water crayons that you can draw on the wall and she loves it and can draw pictures and she just loves any activity that you can do with her. She's just all in because she wants to soak it up. Kids want to soak up everything that they can get. They want to experience it all. They want to see it all, touch it all, feel it all, say it all, listen to it all. It is so awesome. This is definitely been the best couple of weeks in my parenting experience so far because you get to watch them have so much fun and love their life. And that just feels like an accomplishment. You know, um, I'll go into a little bit more in the solo episode, giving the entire rundown of the 18th month. Uh, but I, I had to get that off and, and talk about it because it's been such a beautiful heart exploding experience. Um, and with that said, that's all for this segment. We're going to jump into a musical break where I will bring on for the first time in season two, not a dad. It is a singular mom. I've had a couple moms on in group settings, but this is the first time I'm having solo mom on. She's doing something so phenomenal. Uh, Stacy Herman, uh, owner of Stripe Street Studios, that works with divorced dads to help their transition into being a single dad, helping them set up their their homes helping the kids get acclimated. It is phenomenal. It's a great conversation. She is doing awesome stuff, really helping families. So Stacey Herman on the other side of the music break. Stay tuned and we'll catch you on the other side. Come and take a ride with me. We can smoke that Mary Jane. You know it And we are back with this week's episode of Dad Hard with the Podcast. And as always, you know, once that music break hits, it is time for the guest segment of the show. And as always, I have a very special guest this week. I'm actually super interested to dive into this with her. Actually, the first solo non-dad of season two of Dad Hard with the Podcast. So that's number one that I'm excited. But what she's doing is so unique and so helpful for a segment of dads that are out there that 
end up getting lost in the shuffle sometimes, and that's being mostly divorced dads. Uh, and what she does with her company, Stripe Street Studio, is help divorced dads to create a new space in their new home for their kids. Um, and I just think that's absolutely phenomenal. So I'm very excited to welcome her to the podcast. Miss Stacy Herman, how are you? I am great. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's a little colder than I'd like here in New York today, but you know, as is life. Yes. <laughs> another, another hurdle we get through. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. How's, how's everything going with you? I mean, I can't, I can't start any of these interviews anymore without asking how everything is going. Given the fact that we're living in this pandemic right now, how's everything going? Everybody safe? Everybody cool? Everybody good? Everybody's safe. Everyone's good. Had great family time. Awesome. Lots of new bonding experiences. So there is, like you had said, a silver lining. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Indeed. It, it definitely gives us a lot more time to spend with our families and your kids. I'm, I'm sure for you especially because your kids are a little bit more grown uh, and, and out of the house a little bit. I'm sure that was a nice way to kind of hone everything back in and really like reconnect with them. Absolutely. It really has been, that has been a gift. They're not like running off to here to there to see the friends and they're driving. So, oh, I'm going to run out. It's, right. it's really been yeah. just very enjoyable. That's so. fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Just doing a lot of bonding in the house, just the, the whole family and everything. A lot of games, a nice. lot of laughs, a lot of cooking. Interesting. Um, my husband actually said to me, have I become the husband you've always wanted me to be? <laughs> And I'm like, yes, yes, Chef Finno. That is amazing. That's <laughs> and, amazing. And the kids have gotten really involved and they love it. In fact, my son had said, oh, remember that lobster spaghetti we had at that restaurant? And, you know, so great. We, My husband, they researched it. And, oh, now it's only like homemade spaghetti. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's really been, and everyone's in the kitchen cooking, lots of country music. It's nice. been fun. That's it's, fantastic. <laughs> I will not be letting my wife hear this part of that of the conversation <laughs> because now she's going to expect me to be throwing throwing together lobster pasta from, from now on, uh, you know, for meals. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. But no, I feel like, I feel like cooking has actually been, like if you look on social media and stuff like that, like... I feel like cooking has been like a big thing in this pandemic. People like trying, there's trying to cook new things. There's this whole movement going on of like baking your own bread. Uh, And and as far as family bonding, I think that's great. I mean, my my daughter is significantly younger than yours. Your, your kids, uh, she's only 18 months, but she loves being in the kitchen whenever we're cooking, you know, like we'll go into it. Like, are we making your breakfast? She's like, Oh, cooking, cooking, cooking. (laughs) She'll run up, you know, um, So it's yeah. it's it's just it's been a really great time amidst a turbulent time, you know, for 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 parents. So I'm happy that you're getting that time and you're you're enjoying it. Um, yeah, my daughter went back to college and she's like, I miss our dinners. <laughs> I, I, well, with the lobster spaghetti, I'm sure that <laughs> she's missing those, those dinners. Uh, yeah. So as I alluded to when I when I was bringing you in uh, with the introduction, I think what you're doing with Stripe Street Studio is so interesting. And beyond being helpful, obviously, and as we were talking before we started recording, uh, I just think it's so interesting that, that, that you're really going out to really try to help a group of people, dad specifically, that I feel like go under the fly under the radar a lot with how much they can struggle, you know, being newly divorced. How did you decide that that was an area that you wanted to focus on? That was a group that you really wanted to hone in on and provide this this service to, to really help set up the next stage of their life and their kid's life? So I started working with a couple of divorced dads as clients in my previous, and I still have fluid design, but I just took such a liking to working with them and setting up it's really like a home environment for the whole family and the road to setting up dad's place right affects not just dad who is going through a turbulent time 
for that anyone who's getting divorced goes through and all these new elements that you're dealing with, such as legal advice, financial advice, you're also taking on these new uh, roles on your own that you have when you're with your kids. So there's just a lot coming at you at once. 100%. So for us to go in and be able to create an environment where they can relax and not feel so overwhelmed takes down like the anxiety level for them, but most especially for the rest of the family sure. too. And so I just kind of have always had empathy for the children of divorce. Um, I have never been divorced, but um, a lot of my kids friends have and I have friends who have gone through it and I've just really always felt you know where different chapters of our lives as much as they're different they're okay right and there are ways to get through it and ways to get over hurdles and I just feel very strongly that a setting your home base that you wake up to every morning and go to bed every night sets the tone of the rest of your day. And so it's just important to have that be a calm, comfortable and inviting, welcoming environment. Yeah, I I agree. And and that's, that's really fantastic because, uh, you know, Similar to like the dad content in general that's out there, there's like this usually stereotype of dads in the you know ether of the world, and one of those stereotypes it, with divorced dads is that like dad always has like the this little teeny grungy hole in the wall pull out bed as their apartment because they just jump into something quick because it's just there and it's easy and that's you know they need to get out and and provide a, a place for their kids. This is a fantastic way to change that narrative for those dads. So I'm sure that in addition to helping the dads be more comfortable, helping the kids be more comfortable, I'm sure the ex-wives are also now more comfortable and and confident in letting their kids go to dad's place, knowing that it's going to be this fantastic, comfortable, beautiful, you know, set up place with a woman's touch, you know, so and it's going to, you know, you still have that vibe of of comfortability. I'm I'm sure the the, the ex-wives are very appreciative of what you do as well. I think so. I mean, there was one client I had who told me that his daughter loved what we did in her room so much on her walls that his um, ex-wife did the same thing. Really? Yeah. And so, you know, it just, um, it's, comforting to know that your kids are you know well taken care of they get a good night's sleep right because they're going to school the next day they're not only you know they have what they need instead of just sleeping on an air mattress on the floor um and you know all our clients they want a nice place they want it organized it's just sometimes all of it's so overwhelming when it's happening at once and so not only do you have to pick everything out and comparative shop make sure you're investing in good pieces right because that's an investment too so not only do you have to do that you have to handle all the logistics and all the ordering and all the follow-up and all the delivery and you know so we also offer a whole logistics component to the service. It's not just the design. We will handle all the logistics. I mean, we'll do everything from, you know, helping you order your couch down to the vegetable peeler and getting all the towels (laughs) folded in the closets. So when your kids walk in, they are ready for their baths. They're ready for their shower and you all can sit down to a, nice dinner whether you bring in or cook but you can sit down and have a nice family dinner together yeah that's we've done all of that yeah that's fantastic i mean listen i know how hard it is to move into a new place and set up a new place as a couple together you know being newly single and dealing with all of these extra emotions and and you know mental frustration and and you know all that stuff by being newly divorced, I can't even imagine how much more 
difficult it would it, it is to do that. So the fact that you're able to help help that process is is fantastic. And speaking of the process, what is the entire process like? I know you just went into a little bit about that you have the logistics also, but like you know what what is the the, the full process for you know getting getting set up? How do you how do you start? Do you do you help them find the new place also, or do they do that on their own and then bring you in? How how's the whole thing work? So we um, start off with once you have your space, gotcha. right? Like we can recommend realtors in whatever area and stuff. Like we have a network there, but you find your space, you know, and then that's where we come in. And the first thing is people often ask, well, what do what do I want to bring if they have the choice to bring anything from their other space? What would work here? Like, should I ask for this? Should I ask for, you know, that? What, what can we do? And then how we really start is we analyze your space. Okay, what is the best use of it? Like, should we set up an office in this room or is should this just be a play area? Do you want a formal living room? It really depends upon the lifestyle of the client. Sure. And there have been, um, you know, times I remember there was one gentleman who had three boys and he was moving around the corner from his ex and he had a one bedroom, nice one bedroom. But he was when we first looked at his face, he was like, you know, I think I'll just put two sets of bunk beds in this room and we'll just have that to sleep in. And then, you know, we have the living room where whatever. Yeah. And I was like, well, let's think about this a minute, you know, like you're not going to have the kids half the time and really you're an adult, you should have a proper bedroom, you know, queen, king size bed, like a a master bedroom. Um, You don't have to bunk with your kids. We can get bunk Murphy beds in the living room that come out of the wall and those for two kids. And then with your sleep sofa. So all of that gets packed up. And when you are not with the kids and you have friends over, you know, you have a proper place to entertain and that goes away. But yet when the kids do go to bed and they are in your space, you can go watch TV in your room yep. or get on your Peloton or get some work done. And I remember in this space, they had a, it had a nice entryway. So we put, instead of just an entry console, we put a desk there. So it was the perfect place to also have an office where he can not have the distractions of his bed and the kids are sleeping where he can get some work done so that, you know, we definitely analyze the best use of space. Then step two would be to identify the necessary items we need for the space, right? Where are you going to sit, eat and sleep? Right. So let's, and the reason why we break down our process into these steps is because that same reason, every you're just there's so much going on in your head. Of course. So let's we're gonna break it down for you and we're going to go step by step so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Sure. So step one, analyze the best use of space. Step two, identify the necessary pieces we need to bring in there where you can sit, eat, and sleep. And then step three would be like, okay, now we personalize items for your family in that space. You know, what do you like to do? What do your kids like to do? How, what are their favorite colors and stuff? And then we really bring in all of that personalization. For example, um, one gentleman, his daughter loved black hearts, you know, so we found a paperless wallpaper that was black hearts that we put on her walls. And so, you know, so we really were able to like personalize things like that. And then step four is to really create the ambiance and comfort, you know, are we going to put art on the walls and light fixtures and, you know, just kind of creating that feel that they like best. So that's the 
process. It's fantastic. How do what, what about with the with the kids specifically? Do you meet with do you like do you sit down and like consult with the kids and be like, hey, what do you like? What do you think your room? Blah blah blah. Or is are you only kind of talking to the the dad or the parents, whatever, and and finding out all of that information from them. How does how does that work with the kids? Because you know, kids can be a fickle bunch, especially if they're growing and, and changing what they like <laughs> and dislike so much. You know. Well, I I think it's an opportunity for the parent to bond with their child and create this home together. Absolutely. So, so I choose not to meet with the kids. I really feel like. That is for the dad to do with, but I will give dad options of things that he can talk to about them. You know what? You want to get a great piece of art for your teenage daughter's room? Here are five choices and, you know, go and look at these together. And I, you know, the reception that the dads get from their kids is wow, okay, great. This is my place too. It's not just, it's not, it's really not. We're not creating bachelor pads for these, creating homes where he, you know, can continue his life and date how he likes, but also that the kids feel that this is their home. So that is what is, that is why I don't meet with the kids. It is just a great opportunity for them to create a bond and create the home together. See, look at this. You're you're really doing fantastic stuff because not only are you creating this home, like you said, you're actually giving dad and kid the chance to get to know each other a little bit better and actually bond over this thing, turn this into an actual full-blown bonding experience and molding that from something that is, you know, naturally very anxiety ridden and stressful uh i'm sure that's super appreciative uh by by your clients and everything like that what type of what type of dads do you find are are using your service the most obviously you know we're focusing on on divorced dads but is there kind of like a a specific profile of of a dad that that you find is is using your service or really benefits most from from bringing you in to do all this Okay, two things. One is I'm going to go back to that other question we were talking about with the relationships because I want to also point out that when you're raising kids, especially these days with all the phones and the technology and everything, that it's so important as a parent to be able to attach to your child and to create attachment between you So after you attach is when you can really correct behavior. So, you know, when you um, sit down with one of your kids and you talk about how they're going to do the room and you create this attachment, well, then, you know, two days later when you're like, hey, buddy, you know, could you put your phone in the other room? It's dinner time. Then they're they're like, okay, cool. Well, it's not like, well, why would I, well, my friend's going to be calling. I need, you know, so you really have to these days create that attachment so that you can direct and parent in a certain way later on. So I just kind of wanted to add that to what we were talking about. No, I I agree. I agree. And that's actually, that's actually really important. And I'm glad that you, you brought it back to that because that is super important for, for the kid, especially going through this divorce, right? There, you know, a lot of kids tend to, you know, become more introverted and they're, you know, they're upset, they're splitting, they feel lost, they don't, you know, they're, they're trying to struggle with all these different things. And I feel like bringing that attachment back lets them know that like, yeah, we're, mom and dad are not going to be together anymore, but we still want to have this attack we're still going to have this attachment to you this bond to you we're still your parents i'm still your dad even though i'm not with mom anymore and actually now we get this opportunity to really build our relationship separate of everything else you know not not just separate from mom but, but like you alluded to separate from the phone separate from your friend like this is now our space where we can really grow and, and, and build this this relationship further. I think that's spectacular and the fact that you really urge and and, and, and try to try to keep that as as a solid sticking point for the whole process, I, I think is phenomenal and, and very, very fantastic. Um, 
that's it's so it's so great. I love I I just love what you're doing. I'm very enamored by it. I I feel like it's great. Um, so uh, going back to my other question, is there a certain like profile of dad that you find you know like either uses your service m- more often than not, or specifically benefits from what you you know what what you provide? You know what is the you know quintessential type of dad that can really benefit from what you guys bring to the table. I, I really feel like it's any dad who, and and all of our clients are dads who they care. They really yeah. care. Sure. Every single one cares about their kids, wants to have a good relationship with their children, and wants the whole process, which could be disturbing, to not be as disturbing sure. as possible, you know? So I just, and I find that all these dads, they know what they like. Um, you know, they just don't know where to go, where to get it, where to find it, which one of the abundance of choices there are sure. should I should I do. I'm not used to doing this stuff. So they just need the guidance the and the help and the time. You know, they don't have time for this, but they all really do have a, you know, people think sometimes, well, dads, they don't really have a clue. They don't know what they want, but that is not true. They know what they like. They know their, their selves, their personality. And I actually was just working with um, a divorced dad and we were picking out some wallpaper for his office. And, you know, he picked out exactly what, he really liked what I had presented, which is just more of a a, a classic um, gentleman suit, you know, kind of like he's classic, yeah. but we're going to throw in a twist to certain elements with the light fixtures and stuff yeah. that he that he normally is like. Mm, and then he's like, well, you know, I never thought of that. I like that. So they definitely the. I feel like some people think like certain most dads don't have a clue and they don't really know and okay, do whatever you want, but they do have an idea and they of what they like and they like being involved in the process of selecting the items. And now they also have complete autonomy and freedom to put, put a place together with their exact likes, you know what I mean? Without having to, you know, adhere to not that necessarily their their ex wives are are going to make them put everything together how they want it, but they don't have to adhere to, to to anybody else. They can really set this up how how they have always envisioned their home to be, uh, which I also think is a, is is a cool thing, um, especially since you provide that help for them because it is very difficult to go and search for you know the best chair of all the chairs that look exactly the same you know what i mean so uh taking that off their plate is 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 awesome uh, and i'm sure it makes it very 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 easy for them Mm -hmm. for sure how did you how did you get involved in 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 just interior design in general was it just was it something you've always done did you always have like a passion for for doing that No, I've always been, I've worked in publishing with magazines. That's how I started my career. Um, And I started at Condé Nast and then went to Hearst Publications. And what happened was when I was working on a project at Hearst, it was very design focused. And so I ended up working with an architecture firm on a project and I just really fell in love with it. I used to shoot my own photography and stuff like that. So I've always had like an affinity for um, design and balance and how things looked. But then I kind of fell into this project and started dealing with a lot of textures and colors and, and I just really loved it. So what happened was I renovated my home and friends started asking me to help them with their homes. So I did it for a couple of friends. And then I was like, Hey, this is a lot of work. Like, and I said to myself, I really, I need to start charging for this because yeah, I'm sure. so much time and energy in it. And so that's kind of how my design firm started. But then when I had these clients who were divorced dads, I really, 
had such an affinity for the work because like I said, I've always had such empathy for families watching them go through the process of divorce. And so that's when after a while working with those clients, I decided to go with Stripe Street and brand it because I do feel like, you know, we're all on this street of life, right? And so, you know, divorce doesn't have to be this crazy, windy, wavy road. It could be a stripe. And I just, I love stripes in general. And so I just thought it was a good, um, you know, title and brand to come up with. So that's awesome. Do you do serve everybody across the country or are you only in specified regions right now? I know that, I know that, that you're looking to open up other branches around in different places, but can, you know, can any, if, I'm in Alaska. Can I reach out to you and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Can you help? Absolutely. I mean, with Zoom now and everyone's on Zoom and every, I mean, it's so much easier. In fact, the whole COVID has really streamlined the process because there's, I can see spaces, you know, there's multiple ways to get accurate measurements, right? And so all of that can be laid out and stuff. And then it really comes down to install. But, you know, depending upon, everybody has different budgets. Sure. But we're here to help any divorce dad, right? So once I get the intake on what their goals are, how they want to set up their place and their budget, we'll then send them a proposal on how we feel that, budget will be best well spent. Gotcha. And so they might not need us to come and do an install. You know, they might just say, hey, could you do a layout and pick out all the products for me? Great. We're happy to do it. Now, some clients are like, I just do not have time. I need to move furniture from this place and get it to mine. And I have new furniture. And will you unpack me and set up all my the closets and have the pantry done? And we will do that as well. God, that sounds so phenomenal. I wish I, I I wish for somebody to do that every time I move. That's like the most stressful part about moving is having to set up everything yourself. So it, it's great that you offer both types of things, both like, a you know, you can set it up how you want, but I'll bring in and, and choose all the the accoutrement, for lack of a better term, uh, or you do a full service, full service gig. That's that's fantastic. Um, and. Yeah, that's great. I, again, I'm just so enamored by by what by what you're what you're doing. I think it's it, it's it's so so phenomenal. What's the ultimate goal with with Stripe Street here? Is it just to expand on you know the the divorced dads thing? Is it you know working with other dads and expanding out to, to other dads in particular? Is it expanding now into just di- divorced people in general? What's what what's the the future hold and what's the ultimate vision here? Um, well, we're going to see as time goes on and how we grow. It is only four Um, months old, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, you know, we have certain thoughts and plans, but one thing that, um, we'd really like to do is have an online resource so people can go on and pick out certain things for their homes that we've curated. Um, so they know what those are good investments and, and, you know, well-selected items that they can start sure. with. Yeah, that's awesome. That 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 definitely will streamline the process a little bit more considering we're all just like online all day any, anyway, you know? Yeah, uh, there's so many places. So, you know, and we kind of would do it in our step-by-step process that sure. we had talked about. So, yeah. you know, it's not feeling that overwhelming, oh my God, I got to set up all these places. It's like, no, it's like, okay, here's step one. Yeah, right, <laughs> you know? exactly. Handle this, this, then you go here, then you go, let's, let's right. compartmentalize <laughs> everything. Yeah, I see it almost as like a blueprint, yeah, you know, sure. like here's step one. Let's just talk about, and if you need to, we'll consult with you on the space planning. Okay, you've got that down. Right. Now for step two, you know, let's talk about just the items that you need to sleep, eat, sure. and, you know, and sit. Right. So anyway, I just, we have had discussions and we're kind of uh, in the works of planning that. That's awesome. No, that that's that. I feel like that'll be a really helpful resource as well to to just have an easy online way to to 
do everything and connect and, and find products very easily instead of having to scroll through the Bed Bath and & Beyonds and the Wayfairs and Crate and & Barrels and CB2s and just to right. see the same thing over and over again. You kind of can streamline everything into one place. Uh, makes everything a lot easier. Well, the other thing is, you know, when setting up kitchens, right? Like some people come, they have nothing. So, you know, we put things in our mix, like for divorce, I always think every divorce dad should have a Vitamix, right? Like <laughs> Because my client, the first time I had done this, I just bought him a Vitamix. He had three young children, three young boys. And, you know, morning was hard, like getting them all up, ready for school and, and get to work and whatever. So the, my, the Vitamix came in perfect because he would just make all these different smoothies for yeah. the morning, which are nutritious, you know, like, okay, sure. if you have that and some cereal, it's so much better than just a bowl of cereal, right? right? You like put in fresh vegetables and, and fruit. And so um, it then became his son, one of his sons would wake up, it got so into it. Oh my God, dad, what smoothie are we making today? And the thing I would tell them, which this would be included, you know, have, on the, our site and stuff is the key to a great smoothie is frozen bananas. So I was like, go and buy bunches of bananas. Once they're ripe, cut them up, put them in the freezer and you will have like the basis to almost any great smoothie. That's awesome. So, um, yeah. And so, you know, things like that matter. Yeah. yeah. Yo, no, for sure. They really, they really do. Um, do you find like that type of stuff, like figuring out, meals or how to do meal prep, especially just because you, you brought up the Vitamix. Do you find that to be one of the, one of the more necessary helping points that, that, that they, that they need or, and then I guess furthermore and ex- expanding on that a little bit is what, what do you actually find is like the biggest need for divorced dads in setting up their new place? Definitely the a kitchen that you can cook, you know, not elaborate meals, but they definitely need to be able to, you need to be able to serve a nice dinner with, sure. sit down to dinner with your kids. So I definitely think a Vitamix, an instant pot is very important. You know, you definitely have, okay, these are the types of pans you should have, have enough plates. You know, we set that all up and okay, here, you could use these napkins and and matching silverware is important. You know, I also kind of feel like the ambiance of your home, if it's calm. So I'm a big proponent of getting all nice matching towels, right? Like a mismatch of different towels and everything. But just think of the difference, right? So invest in you know, a hundred bucks to have some good towels where everything just is all the same color and they're stacked nicely. It just, it's very welcoming. It's very caring. And so, um, anyway, things like that should also be included where it's one source. That's what we are right now. But if we put it all online, then it's just one source where you can find all the things that we recommend. Sure. Do you ever have you ever had a, a situation with with uh, with with a dad that just is they give you their idea of what they want and you're just like you know what I think that that's completely insane and you're not just gonna put a you know a barking lounger in in like this space they just have these like ridiculous uh, or in in crazy ideas of what they want their place to look like have you ever encountered that and kind of have to like bring them back ho- home. Yeah, I think definitely like with the space planning, like we just kind of I'll recommend things and then, oh, I didn't think of that. You know, like, you know, instead of having your Peloton or your treadmill, like sitting in your, you know, uh, office and and you have nothing else there, but your papers and your papers are everywhere. Well, like, let's get you a credenza and the Peloton could go, you know, it really looks very nice. It could just be a piece of furniture you could have in your bedroom yeah. like it there's just multiple ways um and if they definitely say something that i just don't think makes sense uh, they're very receptive to my kind of redirection that's good well that that's great that makes for a, that for me makes for a nice working relationship also you know on on that front um, this is, this is just phenomenal. I just love, I just, I, I keep coming back to it, but I just love, I love what, what, what you're doing here. What's the, what's like the biggest, 
piece of advice, I guess, that you have for, you know, a divorced dad that's looking to move into a new place? What is like the one, if you have like one thing that you're just like, you absolutely need to do this or absolutely need to have this, or this is 100% absolutely hands down, no questions asked, necessary for setting up a new place. What is, you know, one thing that you get, that, that you can offer to, to dads in those situations? I would say everybody who's going to be living there needs to have their own sleeping area. They don't need to have their own room, but they need to have their own bed where they can, you know, put their belongings and feel like they are part of this new space, part of this family, part of this home. Yeah, that's great. That's great. How, how, do, how do the kids end up taking to, to, to the service and to the new place? I'm sure that they, I'm sure that they love it, but do you, do you find that like the kids are just appreciative of, of getting into a, a new space? Yes. I mean, I find the kid, I love, that's my favorite part is when the dads tell me about the stories when their kids come, that actually is like, that's the best part. That's yeah. like the icing on the cake. Yeah. Like, oh, my kids love their, you know, Murphy bunk beds and they have their plugs there to charge their, have their charging stations. And they're so excited to come over. And, you know, one dad had told me, you know, he, we had just moved him in and his daughter had gone, you know, I to his ex-wife's place and, she was kind of still in transition and everything. And his daughter had said, I want to go back to dad's, you know, like, I mean, so we live in such a hectic world. So I just feel like things like that, that matters. And he had everything he needed right when he moved in, in order to do that and set up that kind of routine. Yeah. That's amazing. You're you're, you're not just setting up spaces. You're really setting the, the groundwork for, recreating strong relationships in a new walk of life and a new a new road that that these families are going down and i just think that's so it's so phenomenal that that, that that's what you're focusing on and, and you really care about the families about the kids about bringing them together uh i i think it's i think it's just so awesome and and it's so necessary for for this process you know and I, you know what I say, um, really what we do is we use design, yep. but as a roadway to better relationships. Yeah, for sure. Better relationships, better lives, the whole nine. It's, it, it's really great. Do, uh, do you get any of the ex-wives getting jealous of dad's place because you set it up better than theirs? <laughs> you know, I don't really get into that. I don't want to know about that and everything. Like, I just want, you know, listen, I just feel like if things, if people can treat each other better just in general and anxiety is taken down. It's not a competition. And I just feel like, especially when the kids can see if the parents can, their anxiety is down and they're treating each other better then the kids follow. Sure. And so it just, it's just about being kind yeah. to one another. And Absolutely. that's, yeah. that's kind of like the underlying, um, feeling and when anybody feels welcome and when everybody feels part of something that's kind of when i feel like kindness goes forward i i agree and and just build and just building the comfortability and and building that that respectful relationship between mom and dad even though they're separated but now mom can be you know confident that dad has a comfortable place for their kids to stay i'm sure that that really helps the, the their relationship and the new stage that their relationship is in and then they can be probably more cordial with each other and etc you know pending the situation that caused the divorce in the first right. place you know but right. as uh, much as possible exactly for sure. exactly yeah. well stacy this has been this has been absolutely fantastic i love learning about what you do i think it's so unique and so necessary and needed and helpful and uh, you know, uh, you, what you're doing is amazing, uh, not only with the design thing, but really, like we like we keep saying, really bringing families together. And that's really important, especially in these wild times that these families are going through. So I, I think what you're doing is fantastic. And I appreciate it, even though I'm not using the service yet. But if ever I have to, I know exactly where I'm coming to. Um, before I let you go, however, I always ask my guests 
two questions to 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 end the end the conversation, and I'm gonna kind of transition them a little bit for you. Uh, uh, the first one that I ask is usually, you know, what's your favorite experience about uh, about? Well, I'm usually talking to a dad, so I ask them what their favorite thing or experience is in the fatherhood adventure that they're in. But for you, I'm gonna cater it a little bit more to both your parenting and also what your favorite experience has been in working with these other parents and other families. So, so I'm going to ask you twofold, what, what's been your favorite experience in general about being a mom and being a parent? And then also what's been your favorite experience working with other parents in this capacity? So my favorite experience of working with the other parents in this capacity is kind of what I alluded to before is when I get the feedback from my client about how their kids responded and how happy it really, I could hear in their voices, how happy it made them. Yeah. So it's like you, you really, um, so that I would say, and then the other part of the question was, what I love. Yeah. Most what you love, what you love most, what's your favorite experience, favorite thing about being a mom? Okay. So I will just say that last week, my son and his best friend challenged my husband and I to a tennis match and for the first time. Right. And it was so much fun, like to be able to spend time with your kids enjoying activities together and you know being together yeah that's that's just that was great yeah that's fantastic. i just love that yeah that's yeah. fantastic I, I i'm very excited for i mean i'm petrified for my daughter to to turn into a teenager but i'm also very excited for the time when i can do those type of like full-blown activities with her i i like i can't wait for that that's like the one thing that i'm like itching at i got this like scratch and i just can't you know um <laughs> I mean, there's so many other times of course. I was just kind of thinking back in the past week, but every age has its, you know, sure. special Absolutely. Um, moments for sure. I'm a little jealous that you have, what would you say, 18, 18 months? months. <laughs> so I love those times too, but um, where I am just spending the time with your teenagers, that's definitely like the most fun. Yeah, that's awesome. The, the, the second question I asked, and I asked, you about your piece of advice for, you know, divorced dads that are going through this stuff. But I'm actually going to ask your parenting advice now. This is the selfish part of these two questions because I am in here still trying to learn and navigate this fatherhood adventure myself. Uh, So I ask, you know, what's your biggest piece of advice from a parenting standpoint to somebody, anybody that's behind you in the parenting process, what would, what would just as, as from parent to parent, what, what would be your biggest piece of advice that you can offer to, to another parent? I would say don't focus on the little things that kids might do that are not perfect. Like, you know, picking up everything in their room and, you know, I wouldn't, you know, looking back, like that stuff doesn't matter. It's more about attach, attach, attach. And as you're attaching and coaching by example, you you know, you're really, as you, as they're watching you every single minute. So how you behave is how they're going to walk outside of your house and behave to others. Very true. That's very true. And and having this 18 month old, I am starting to learn that now that she is, it's very monkey see, monkey do. You know what I mean? Even if you're saying something else, it's all monkey see, monkey do. And and it's, and it's really important to, to, to keep that in mind, uh, for sure. Uh, this has been fantastic. I, I love talking to you. I love learning about what, what it is that you do. Uh, how for anybody that's looking to, they're recently divorced. They're looking for uh, to set up their new space. They need to get that off of their own shoulders and, and want to inquire about uh, about how to connect with Stripe Street. Uh, what's the best way for them to, to get in touch with you and, and to connect? Go to stripestreetstudio.com and our contact information is on there and um, we're ready to help you. Awesome. Awesome. Stacy. thank you so very much. I really appreciate you. you coming on and talking. And I also just appreciate that I've said, like I've said 400,000 times throughout the, the, this, this, <laughs> this conversation, I personally just appreciate what you're doing for, for dads and, and specifically dads in, in, in a hard, difficult position. Uh, keep doing what you're doing and, and, and keep 
helping families because it, it's just it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. It was so nice talking to you. Really, Likewise. it was a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. And maybe once once you get once you get the next the next level of the site going and, and evolving Stripe Street, maybe you'll come back on and we'll talk all about that. And I'll talk to you a little bit more about more adventures that you're having in this venture of yours. Uh, because I I just like I said, I think it's super interesting and and, and super great. So um, until next time. Okay, I'll <laughs> talk to you soon. Absolutely. Have a good <laughs> one. You too. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. And that is all for this week's episode of Dad Hard with the podcast. As always, to connect on a fatherhood, brotherhood, shoot us an email at dadhardpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at dadhardpod. And check out the website, wedadhard.com, where this episode will be right at the top. And you'll be able to listen to this. You'll be able to listen to last week's episode, the week before that, the one before that, all of season one, all of season two. Catch up, whether you're starting in the fatherhood process or you're a veteran. Uh, it's a great listen either way. So definitely catch up with that. Until next week, same dad hard time, same dad hard place. That's all for us. We're out. Peace. Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Gotta remember the good times. Remember man. back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your ways. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Ain't that the truth, man? I wish you could go back being a little kid again, man. Remember them good times. Everything was free spirit and all that. I'm talking the playground. He was playing on the monkey balls or whatever. Sprinklers. Hydrants going off in the street in the summertime. That home cooking.